You're listening to the Holistic Spaces podcast with Angie Cho, episode 27, Indoor Air Quality. Welcome to the Holistic Spaces podcast, where we hope to inspire, educate, and empower you to create your own holistic spaces that nurture and resonate with you. Angie Cho and Laura Morris are the founders of the Mindful Design Feng Shui School. Together, they have over three decades of experience designing harmonious living spaces. Laura and Angie have guided thousands of people to shift their energy and revitalize their lives. Mindful Design School offers feng shui courses and certifications. Check us out at mindfuldesignschool.com. If you've been listening to us for a while or you're a newbie, welcome. And we hope you enjoy this earlier episode. So this episode, 27, wow, I can't believe we're on 27 already. And 27 is an auspicious number. It's a multiple of nine. So this episode was inspired by the last episode, which was episode 26, Feng Shui for a Peaceful, Stress-Free Bedroom. And when talking about the bedroom, we talked a lot about how to... um, improve well we talked a little bit about how to improve the indoor air quality and um, sometimes we forget about the indoor air quality but it's really important the word feng shui or the um, the term feng shui translates to wind and water and the wind is like the breath or the air around us and there's a reason why breath is the focus of a lot of different types of meditation because it's both inside and outside of us and the breath and the breath keeps us alive and air keeps us alive and it also connects us to the world because it's out there like the breath and air go out into space and into the universe but it also goes deep inside of us and and nourishes every cell in our body so it's really important to think about um the indoor air quality and the air that we breathe in terms of feng shui and holistic spaces. On a practical level, indoor air quality in, indoor air quality is pretty much exactly what it sounds like. It's the measure of the quality of air inside a building or other structure or, you know, your home or any spaces. And it actually even includes the air directly around the building as well. And this might be surprising to some people, but the air inside our homes and other spaces is actually more toxic than the air outside due to all the chemicals that we bring inside our homes every day. And there's many different factors that affect the quality of our indoor air, but some of the most common factors are VOCs, which stands for volatile organic chemicals. And um, the volatile organic chemicals are off-gassed in many manufactured projects. Also, another factor is lack of proper ventilation, which um, can lead to decreased quality of indoor air. And also mold and other toxic chemicals like radon, which is a carcinogenic, naturally occurring gas that seeps up through the soil. And also like ammonia, which is a commonly used compound in cleaning materials, which isn't considered a VOC, but it's a toxic chemical. So there's so many factors that affect our indoor air quality. And why is this important? So there's the feng shui reason, more the more spiritual reason, how this, what, what air and breath represents and what, 
how it affects us because it connects us to the world and it keeps us alive. And again, on a practical level, we spend an enormous time indoors, especially if you work in an office or a school or another building all day long. In um, a lot of office buildings, especially here in New York City, the windows don't even open. So everyone spends like eight hours or more a day inside a building with no outside ventilation. And even at home, we spend at least eight hours a night if we're sleeping well in our beds, breathing indoor air. So when we inhale this air, it goes straight into our bloodstream, which means that all the toxins and harmful chemicals in the air come straight into our bloodstream as well. So how can we be as healthy as we can if we literally have toxins that are pumping into our blood every day? What's more is that even our skin, which is the largest organ that we have, it takes in particles in in our air through our pores. And even when you use cleaning products without gloves, those chemicals go straight through your pores into your into your bloodstream. So we're not only breathing in toxins, we're also absorbing them through our skin constantly. So taking in all these dangerous chemicals and substances can lead to any number of health issues from like immediate and short term things like itchy eyes and shortness of breath to long term and life threatening problems like severe asthma and other respiratory infections and even cancer. Um, One of the biggest dangers to indoor air quality are VOCs, which I talked about before, which stands for volatile organic compounds. Now, these are toxic chemicals that easily convert to gases and enter the air we breathe. So once these compounds off gas into the environment, they remain there while we breathe in the same air, causing headaches, respiratory issues, and much worse. Unfortunately, most of the VOCs in our internal environments come from the products we buy and use on a daily basis, including the paint on our walls, our carpet, furniture, new electronics, and even personal care and cleaning products. The good news is that we can each do our part to clean the air inside our spaces of these dangerous chemicals. So you can start by looking for items with with the fewest number of ingredients, actually, and then more natural ones, of course, um, to um, reduce the number of VOCs and other toxic chemicals that find their way into your spaces. You can also look for organic options with things that can that you can pronounce on the list. So if you can't pronounce it, that's a red flag. Um, also, if you see like a danger symbol or a you know keep away from children or any kind of red sign, you know that's a toxic product for a cleaning product. So you can even use websites like ewg.com to check the toxicity of chemicals in all your products, like everything from makeup to cleaning products. There are so many amazing companies making eco-friendly and non-toxic personal care products. Everything from shampoo to makeup to toothbrushes, the list goes on and on. And um, we even have a recipe on our website on how to make your own conditioner, hair conditioner. So we also have several posts on the blog about how to choose eco-friendly natural paint that doesn't off-gas. There's you know either there's zero or low VOCs. And there's even a post coming up on organic rugs to follow up on how to um, find rugs that don't off gas because that's a big culprit of 
off gas VOCs, rugs and carpets, and also organic bedding and pillows. Like if you think about the bedroom again, um, we're sleeping in bedding and pillows and linens all night and the, the chemicals, cotton is a big culprit of having tons of chemicals. And so it's really important to focus on organic cotton if possible. And, um, and it seeps into your skin while you're sleeping. And um, <clears throat> instead of having those artificial air fresheners or things like um, dryer sheets, which are chock full of chemicals, you can use um, essential oils or lemon or orange peels, or you can even make your own green cleaning products. So I have one of my favorite recipes on the blog, and I'll just share it with you. It's super easy. So it's just four ingredients. It's vinegar and water, Castile soap, and essential oils. Actually, you only even just need the vinegar and water. The Castile soap and essential oils are just add-ons. So you combine the vinegar and the hot water, and you want to use a just a regular white vinegar. And you can use it at a one to two ratio. So one part vinegar and two parts water. And the extras are to add like a little splash, like an eighth of a teaspoon of Castile soap for each cup of water. And I like to add nine drops of my favorite essential oil to improve the smell of the vinegar. And nine is just an auspicious feng shui number. So I really love to use like orange or eucalyptus. It's so easy. And if you're not into do-it-yourself, I highly recommend trying products like from one of my favorite companies, Celadon Road. They're green, inkle-friendly, and really smell great. So another way that we can improve our indoor air quality is by adding plants. So plants are excellent tools in removing toxic chemicals such as formaldehyde, benzene, and other dangerous chemicals that I don't know how to pronounce. And um, they're in our atmosphere and in our spaces. And they remove them through the, uh, the plants remove these chemicals through the process of photosynthesis. So while many of the chemicals that we can count on plants to remove are listed as official VOCs, plants are also really adept at removing other harmful compounds like ammonia, which is in a lot of cleaning products from our atmosphere. The majority of these chemicals come from purchases that we make from our own homes. Which And the big one is cleaning supplies, also new furnishings, plastic items, all those things off-gas, even our clothes off-gas. And all plants are really great for providing oxygen and cleaning the atmosphere, but some are even better than others. Aloe vera plants, English ivy, peace lilies, rubber trees, and snake plants all do an incredible job of removing toxins from our holistic spaces. Snake plants are especially great for bedrooms because it's pretty cool. They actually release clean oxygen at night instead of during the day, which is when we spend most of our time breathing indoors. And feng shui-wise, green plants represent the wood element. So they represent kindness, flexibility, and bring a lot of life energy to a space. And they cultivate this loving kindness because, one, you have to take care of them. And, two, um, th they also... Um, Add life and add nature to your your internal your um, interior spaces. And um, another thing about green plants is that they're green. The color green is very soothing and healing. 
Green and blues are found, or greens are found in the center of the, the middle of the color spectrum and are the most soothing for our eyes. And so it's really super relaxing, super healing, and also they clean the air. So you definitely should get a greenhouse plant at least. That's one takeaway you should get from this podcast. Finally, a last way to keep the air clean in your space, and it's not as glamorous or fun as other ones, but it's cleaning and replacing your air filters in your homes. And it's really an important step because air filters serve multiple purposes like in your air conditioner and heating systems. Not only do they prevent airborne particles from clogging the system, so they keep your air conditioner working properly, they also filter out microscopic particles like pet dander, dust, and smoke, and they keep your indoor air as clean as possible. So if you don't clean it, then how can this dirty air filter clean the oxygen in your space if it's full of toxins that it's already soaked up? So... I would challenge you to go check your air filters and see if they're clean, especially now that we're coming towards the end of summer and, you know, we've used our air conditioners all summer long. And if your air filter isn't clean, it's essentially pulling air through a collection of harmful chemicals and dust and then recycling it right back out for you to breathe. So take a few minutes and check your air filters and you may find them in a few places. So in an apartment, they'll often be in an air conditioner where... The air primary, primarily enters and leaves, and then it likely slides out. Mine slides out, and it's plastic, and you can just wash it and pop it back in, so you don't have to buy a new one each time. And if you're um, in a house or somewhere else and you can't find it, take a look at maybe where the air ducts are or in the attic or the basement, and Also ask maybe um, a repairman to take a look if you really can't find them. So once you've changed your filters, you should really put this on your calendar to check them every 60 to 90 days to make sure they're cleaning and working as well as possible to give you the best healthy indoor air. Also, like, for instance, I had a client that felt like her ACs were very were struggling or not working. And we had a technician come in and it was interesting. It was really funny because all she really had to do was clean the air filters. She hadn't cleaned them in a few years. And it also keeps your device or your um, your units and your systems running more efficiently. Also, when you do paint, and even if it's like low VOC, there's still some VOCs coming off the paint, air conditioners are really good at pulling the VOCs out of the air and filtering it out. So that's a great way to help improve your indoor air quality. So while these are all really great ways to reduce the amount of VOCs coming to your spaces, it's also really important to remove the ones that are already present. So there's a few great ways to do this. One is to help move the energy around by opening your windows from time to time. And this is even a feng shui adjustment that we have. At Chinese New Year especially, we open up all the windows. And I think I have a blog post about that, so we'll link to that on the website. And when you open up all your windows, you move the chi around and you move the energy around. And that's really important. And even during the winter, like when Chinese New Year is, indoor quality is said to be at its worst. Worst. So aim to open your windows for at least a few minutes a day to let the air out of your space and welcome new positive energy and air. And again, we'll link to the space clearing ritual. So if you want to do it ritualistically, like with feng shui and also clear the space energetically, you can do a space clearing ritual with some happy spray from our website or using orange peels. And again, we'll link to that on the website. 
You can also take care to invest in proper ventilation systems for your space, whether that means using a window fan or a window unit from time to time, which brings in fresh outside air, or investing in an updated heating and air conditioning system that pulls air from the outside. And work with the professional and take some time to map out where you can improve your home ventilation to ensure you're receiving the freshest and least polluted air on a regular basis. Finally, you can also remove VOCs from your home, even from your clothing, which is a good step because, you know, even our clothing comes into direct contact with our skin and and absorbs these and our skin absorbs these toxins. So, for instance, if you want to remove the VOCs from your clothing, you can, especially from new clothing, you can hang it to off gas in an open area, preferably in the sunlight, and then you wash it in non-toxic eco-friendly detergent and let it soak overnight. And one round of this should ensure that your clothing is less toxic to you and less toxic to the environment it calls home. And also, it's really great if you can, if it's in your budget, to purchase things that are more organic and don't have those VOCs. Because when you do that, you also support these industries that are working to keep our spaces less toxic. Thank you so much for listening to this earlier episode of the Holistic Spaces podcast. Now you can tune in every Monday for a new podcast episode. If you like our podcast and this episode, please share the podcast with others. Subscribe and even better, leave a review. If you'd like to explore the world of holistic spaces and feng shui on an even deeper level, please visit our website, online store, and blog for more information about feng shui and holistic living. You can visit holisticspaces.com. Support the podcast by checking out our certification and mini courses at mindfuldesignschool.com. Thank you so much for listening. See you next week.